Hey there, horror movie tea sippers. The following podcast episode will contain spoilers for the movie we are about to review. If you have not seen the movie and do not wish to have anything ruined prematurely, please do not continue to watch or listen until you have seen the movie. And welcome to the Horror Movie Tea Podcast. So today, to start us off from last week, we are keeping with the the water theme in a way, and we are covering underwater. Now, I looked it up and there's a few short films called Underwater, and then there's like a 1956 film with is like Underwater with an exclamation. So to clarify which one we're covering, it's the 2020 Underwater that has Kristen Stewart in it. Yes. But before we get on to the summary, uh, we are both drinking the same tea. <laughs> we are drinking the Zest Tea, the Blue Lady one. Yes. The one with the most caffeine. Yes. And of course, we're using our iconic mugs. Our condition is chronic, but our asses are iconic. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So, but the for the summary of the movie, they are in a underwater drilling facility and an unknown source essentially caused the facility to breach with water pressure. And so the facility from the top to bottom is collapsing and so they're all the the survivors are trying to figure out how to escape. But while they are going to another facility that would have uh, more escape pods, they find that there's these underwater sea creatures accompanied by Cthulhu. <laughs> Not really Cthulhu, but it looks like Cthulhu. It looks a lot like Cthulhu. <laughs> and out of the three survivors, uh, two of them escape and Kristen Stewart being the the good person that her character is, <laughs> she decided to uh, sacrifice herself by blowing up that facility, which because you see like the creatures going up trying to get the escape pods um, and her escape pod was kind of it was compromised. And yeah. Inoperable. Yeah. So she didn't really have a, a choice. But anyways, that's the movie. The, she did kind of have a crap option there. Yeah. Like it was it was weight. Until there was a breach where she was at, or run out of air, or blow herself up and take the creatures with her. I don't think blowing up is anyone's preferred option to go, but at no. least that's a quick way to go. It's very, very quick, and it saved her two friends. Yeah. I mean, if you have to choose a way to go. <laughs> yeah. For entertainment, this movie is kind of a toughie, because... Like, as far as the actual underwater facility part, I feel like they are very good with the tension. They kind of fleshing out the world that they live in and the details of the facility is awesome. The creatures, for the most part, are interesting. Like, you see their little glowing eyes in the darkness as they're walking. <laughs> and that's so, such a creepy effect. But for me, the the characters themselves, aside from like the main characters, well, even some of the main characters, they kind of blended together. They were all quirky in their own different ways, but they were similar enough that to me, they kind of blended together. 
the really the only two that I was best picking apart was Kristen Stewart's character and then the captain. But like the the two uh, men, the like the comedy guy, and then the guy that her friend Emily wanted to save, like those two blended together a lot for me. And I often would like confuse them. And it could also be the fact that they were wearing helmets a lot of times and they looked kind of similar. That was probably a lot of it. Yeah. I could tell them apart pretty well, for the most part, just from their speech patterns and everything. And Smith was her her friend that Emily was engaged to. Yes. But he was also the one. It really helped when his rebreather uh, was damaged <laughs> because he could easily be identifiable. Yeah. But so I would, for me... Ooh, it, it's tough, but I think just overall, I would give this movie a seven because my other complaint is the smaller creatures are interesting, but it's not, I think it, it's, it, it kind of reminded me almost of like the, oh, I forgot what that movie is called, but it's like an Apollo mission goes to the moon and then they see a bunch of creatures. Apollo 18? Yes. It's like it really reminded me of that type of cliched movie where it's like, oh, they awaken these creatures and now they're facing the consequences. Like you're you're in a place you should not be. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's like I could I could see something like that happening for sure. But it's just been overdone. So that's why I give it a seven. Like I I truly think it's worth the watch Mm -hmm. and it is a good movie. And Kristen Stewart. I mean, it's Kristen Stewart. She's she's awesome with pretty much whatever she does, minus Twilight. But, I mean, you can't do a whole lot with Twilight, to be I fair. I feel like she was playing her character, which the character in that movie was fairly bland. So, yeah, I, I can't really hold that against her. I will have to say one thing that I thought was really cool about the movie is whenever they're... Especially uh, Kristen Stewart's character, you they kind of brought up uh, trauma and like how that affects a person. Because I don't know if you guys have seen Kristen Stewart in real life, but she actually really isn't a shaky, nervous person. She's actually extremely calm, mm-hmm. which, you know, watching her in Twilight really surprised me because I thought she was just playing herself. But she's actually... Very, like, a chill person. And in this movie, she was she kind of brought that nervousness into the film and was kind of uh, really expanding on it to really demonstrate, like, the, the terror that her character is going through, but also the trauma. Because as they're going through this, not only is she seeing the bodies of her friends and coworkers, but she is also um, watching her friends die. So I, I thought they did a really good job with yeah, that too. Especially at the end when she has to make that horrible decision. Like she knows that one of them is not getting out of there. Like it's, it's going to happen. Yeah. Someone else is going to die. And she refused to see anyone else that she cared about die. So she decided to be that one person, and she forced Emily into that last spot. She punched her. That was pretty In the funny. face. She's like, sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> She's like, you're sorry, but you're you're definitely going in there. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty great. So I think she did really, really well with that role. 
and bringing forth that struggling through the trauma because she that character was pretty strong like she was definitely shaken but she still worked through everything still kept mostly a level head and tried to just put one foot in front of the other and okay this is our next task this is our next move we got to hold it together we got to do this yeah but anyways that's mm -hmm. that's my take but what would you give the movie I would give it a 7.5. This is the third time I've seen this movie. Oh, and dang. Yes. The first couple of times I've watched it, it was when I was doing another task, so I didn't get to pay as close attention as I would have liked to it at first. That being said, when I did first watch it, I didn't expect it to be as good as it was. <laughs> so that's partially on me. But... <laughs> Having watched it with a lot more attention this time around, I do kind of wish that they didn't give so much away at the very beginning in those articles that they flash on the screen. I feel like that was a bit much. I feel like they could have played with the psychological aspect of it a little bit more. I do feel like they showed the creatures a little bit early. Yeah, for and sure. And they could have done a little bit more with making them wonder because they're at such a deep, deep portion of the ocean. Is it pressure psychosis? Is it some kind of other psychosis where, you know, they haven't seen the sun in God knows how long. So they've just been in an enclosed space with no windows and just artificial light. Because at the very beginning, she said time kind of moves differently there because you don't see daylight or anything. Yeah, There's at some point just awake or dreaming. <laughs> so I feel like they could have used that aspect a little bit more and made some of them wonder, you know, is there a logical explanation for the things that we're hearing and some of the things that we're kind of think we're seeing? Or is it some kind of psychosis? Or is it an actual thing that's happening? And yes, you can still keep the creatures in it, but play on it a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and whenever you had mentioned that after we watched the movie, I'm like, man, that would have really made the movie a lot more interesting. Like, yes. hold off, showing the creatures. I know for a lot of monster movies, it's almost a disappointment mm -hmm. when it ends up being a monster rather than it being psychosis. But it's like, if you're going to have a monster movie... As we've said over and over again, the less you show it, the yes. better. It makes it way more scarier. Mm -hmm. So it's like if they had played off of that, I think it would have helped the creatures come off a little more scary. Because I wasn't, it's like, yes, the eyes were creepy, but I wasn't scared of the creatures. Not as much. And I think a lot of that is because they showed so much of it. Now, when they first show one of the creatures, like the small one, I think it was a baby, um, instead of actually having them catch it, they could have been trying to play it off as it had to have been some kind of squid or octopus. It was a small octopus or something, and it just startled us because it went by so fast. And then another one saying it did not look like an octopus. Yes, it had tentacles, but I don't think that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. And them kind of arguing about it and then just moving on, you know, this is not productive. Let's get to safety and then we can debate about it later. Yeah. And then they start to see more of, they did a really good job at certain points of when they're moving the flashlights. And I know you didn't really see all of it, 
but there were several points where you could see just a hint of movement of the creatures moving out of the line of light. And That's that nice kind touch. of stuff is great. Yeah, for sure. And really adds to the atmosphere and can be really creepy. So I feel like they could have done a lot more of that kind of thing. And again, make them wonder, did I really see something? Or did I just see like a piece of debris or wire or something falling down or moving because of the currents or whatever? So they really could have used that a bit more to their advantage. Yeah, I agree. I also feel like the big one was a bit much. <laughs> that was a tad too far, so I did take a little bit of points off for that. Yeah. Tad too far there. <laughs> Could have stuck with the the uh, medium size, I guess, creatures <laughs> in this movie. Because they were still attacking the facility. They were yeah. still attacking the facility, and they were still just kind of figuring things out and attacking the people be it out of, you know, hunger or out of territorial aspects, so. And plus, there were so many of them. Mm -hmm. I think it's still completely reasonable to assume that they yes. could take down the facility because there's so many of them. Well, it's not just that. They could have explained it a different, more logical way of instead of, oh, there's a giant creature that ripped it apart, be like, you know what? We hit a thermal pocket and it exploded because of the pressure. Or something to that effect. Like we hit a methane pocket or something. Something exploded down there. Or an earthquake shifted enough of the plates to open something and all that pressure ignited something. And it the station just couldn't handle it. Like it was structurally unsound. There was a flaw in the design. Something. And the place went down. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. there were other ways they could have explained it without bringing... Cthulhu into it. Yeah, no, I definitely like that uh, idea that you have. It makes a lot of sense. It's like, yeah, it's one of those creature movies that really didn't have to have creatures in it mm -hmm. to make it a good movie. And I feel like in a lot of ways, the creatures took away from it. But it, they also added some creepy scenes. So, yeah, it's like this movie... There's a lot of things I liked about it, and I definitely felt the tension in the movie, which a lot of movies don't. It's hard for me to feel tense with yeah. movies. Well, and it's hard to keep that tension in there. Yeah. So they do a really good job of that. I do they appreciate do. that. They First, really it's the initial explosions of this place is collapsing. We're all going to die if we don't get out of here. <laughs> Then it's, we still need to get to this place because there's only so many escape routes and the thing's collapsing. So if we don't get there fast enough, it might not work. Yeah. Also, we don't have a whole lot of air to be able to walk across the bottom of the ocean like this. So we kind of need to move before we run out of air and die. And then it's, while we're doing all of this, there's things that are trying to eat our tootsies. Like, this is not okay. Yeah. So they have a really good way of keeping the tension high. When normally at some point you would kind of relax, you're like, okay, they're working through it. It's going to be okay. A lot of the audience tends to kind of relax. At that point, they start to reintroduce new elements to it. Yeah, and this movie doesn't isn't afraid to kill off people that you like. Oh, no. 
Not at all. Yeah. I know you were really upset when they killed Rodrigo. Yes. I was like, <laughs> how dare they? Because he is such a nice guy. He was. He was a really nice guy. And it does show that no one's really safe. Yeah. And things happen. Now, he did go in an awful way. But at the same time, he, his death, in a way, kind of saved Kristen Stewart. But then he died anyways. <laughs> But yes. By saving two others. So yeah. his sacrifice also helped them, in a way, live. So, it yeah. sucks. And in tragedies like that, there are going to be good people that die. Whenever I watch these types of movies, the majority of the time, I can almost predict who's going to die and who's not. But this movie, I did find that I, I couldn't predict who lived and who died. And that yeah. was really refreshing. Yes, um, Absolutely. Now, I guess you could say that the main character killing themselves off could be like a hero complex cliche thing. But I feel like so, especially nowadays, with like reviews and stuff being so important, I feel like movies and shows are getting more and more scared to do that, ty that type of thing. So I have to give them props for uh, sticking with that because yeah. I think that that added to... The emotion of the story and the realism of the story. Mm -hmm. You really, really root for her to get to the surface. And when you know she's not ever going to make it up there, it's all the more sad. Well, like for me, it's like, yes, it was sad, but it was also triumphant. Yeah. Because she was destroying the creatures along with her. Because it's like, yeah. even though it's like, oh, it, it sucks that the main character dies, it wasn't for nothing. Yeah, there was a purpose to it, and if nothing else, she went out on her terms. Yes. But anyways, moving on to realism. Yes. The creatures themselves are pretty unrealistic. Like, there's nothing in that depth of the ocean that's humanoid in any capacity. Like, if anything, they look more and more alien as you go down. So it's like, the creatures themselves as existing definitely took a huge hit however the whole concept of like we're drilling something happened and it caused these creatures to come out i could totally see something like that happening i mean we have so the i forgot how much i think it's like 80 percent of the ocean is still unexplored or if not more than it's that it's a ridiculous percentage yeah. of the ocean that is completely unexplored yeah so it's like every time we drill in the ocean we're setting ourselves up for that type of consequence <laughs> yeah <laughs> um so the whole concept of the movie i think is pretty realistic yeah. And the the way that they explain things on what they have to do, um, the way that Kristen, it's like she's a mechanical engineer, but she knows enough about the wiring and electric. Yeah, that she can uh, make her way through. And the fact that they explained it rather than, oh, she's suddenly an expert. And yeah, it's like I, I felt like this movie is... I don't know. I'm kind of leaning towards a five because there's a lot of things that are very reasonable and realistic when you think about it. But then there's a lot of things that are just like, there's no way in hell that that would ever happen. So 
That's fair. Um, I I also give it a five. <gasps> Twinsies. <laughs> I- <laughs> so we are of like mind the last couple of episodes with realism. Um, but I feel like the the interactions and reactions that a lot of people have in the movie are fairly accurate and widely varied, which I appreciate. Some of them try to deal with it with humor. Yeah. Others are a little panicked and really freaking out. Others are shaken, but just trying to figure out what the next move is. Others are... Disassociating. Disassociating. And really, they're trying to, like the captain, they're trying to save as many as they can without worrying as much about themselves. Yeah. So they are trying to get help, but it's mostly for others. So they're kind of shut down in regards to themselves, but they they have compassion for others and are trying to save as many as they can. Yeah. And trying to keep everyone calm and together. So I appreciate that. Um, I appreciate that a lot of the scenarios and things do make sense. I do agree also with you that the creatures, their shape doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Yeah. So, I can understand the first one, the baby one. That one made sense. It looked fairly alien. <laughs> the second one was more humanoid, like you said, than it really should have been. I would have expected more more fin-like structures. Um, their hands, yes, they were webbed and clawed, but they were still very easily identifiable as hand-like. Yeah, it, re- it really, honestly, they reminded me of the whole, like, aquatic ape conspiracy. Yeah, and I think they were trying to play on, like, the the legend of, like, people. Yeah. Which I get, but at the same time... They didn't really expand on it, so didn't. it was hard to... Yeah. They didn't, and they, like, hung on the ceiling, like bats almost at one point with their feet which they have feet instead of you know a tail or fin or even other tentacles like be consistent is all i'm asking um and then the big one cthulhu just pick one yeah pick one but it doesn't it's very very far from what you would imagine a creature down there being like, like I imagine like the goblin shark or an anglerfish or something of that nature or like the, have you seen like the, I think it's a ribbon octopus or squid. It's almost yeah, like a where one. it has like, yes, the uh, different colors. Yes. Like, oh my gosh. It's so gorgeous and amazing to look at. So there's so many different kinds of creatures, the cuttlefish, like there's so many varied creatures and looks and everything, but not a single one of them looks remotely like a human. Yeah. <laughs> no humanoid creatures really make sense down there because they have to adapt for the area. Um, they also made it a point with the little one to ask where the eyes are. And it makes sense for creatures down there not to have eyes or to be blind. Yeah. So for the the bigger ones to have eyes when the little ones, which you kind of guess are the baby form of it, 
um, for those bigger ones to have eyes, it didn't make much sense. You know, and that just brought me to another thing that makes the creature super unrealistic is many underwater creatures are blind or have very low uh, sight, but the lights from their suits were attracting now, the creatures. that kind of made a little bit of sense. If they're going to have eyes, then they should be able to pick up at least some kind of light, typically. Because if you think about it, anglerfish use bioluminescence and several other creatures do as well to attract prey. That's true. So the fact that they're attracted to light, it could be that they feed on things like the anglerfish or like certain fish that have bioluminescence or um, certain octopi and squid and all that have that bioluminescence. It could be their food source. So if they associate light with food, it could make sense as to why they were so attracted to him. You know, one thing that'd be kind of freaky is if the creatures were based more off of anglerfish. Because oh anglerfish my god, that would be terrifying. terrifying. <laughs> they are so scary. That would be absolutely terrifying. It's like a mixture of like maybe a shark and an angler anglerfish, and maybe mm -hmm. I don't know, like a some like octopus so that way that would explain why it can like move stuff around or like the dragonfish like if it was something almost eel-like or snake-like that could wrap around them and pull like when it pulled the guy out of the suit yes pull. um instead of it like ripping him out of the suit with their hands which let's be honest that's exactly what they did then they could have wrapped around it his leg or something or his torso and pulled that way or eaten through and you see just a flash of it in the helmet when it turns around. <laughs> like, that would be utterly terrifying. Like, combine, like, anglerfish with piranhas or, <laughs> or something. Or anglerfish with, like, bashirs or eels. Yes. So... Uh, That'd be freaky. That would be extremely freaky. And that kind of structure would make more sense at those depths than yeah. a humanoid creature. And what and it does I I'm kind of curious to know what their thought process behind the creatures is, because there are so many underwater creatures that are scary, very scary looking. They're terrifying. So they could have just picked like this is our top three scariest. Let's kind of like combine the two or mm -hmm. or take and pick, you know, the our favorite features of these animals and kind of create, like, a whole hybrid. Yeah. But instead, they're like, oh, let's just make it super dangerous, like, swimming people. Well, uh, and again, they they had a mural on one of the walls that looked almost like people dragging people to the yeah. depths. So if you're going to do people, then do people. Yeah, like, really stress that lore yes. and, yeah. Yeah, if you're gonna do it, then do it. <laughs> like, I feel like... But don't have them have feet, too. Webbed feet. Yeah. Give them an actual tail. Like, I feel Troll Hunter is a good example of that, where it's like they they picked a monster that's based in lore, mm -hmm. and they just freaking went with it. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, I'll be honest and say it's not one of my preferred movies, but I totally... Uh, applaud the movie for just like going with it. Well, this movie was almost like hesitant. It's like it it's was mer people, mm -hmm. maybe kind it's, of. We're alluding to mer people, but they're not quite mer people, but they are humanoid. 
<laughs> and I kind of wonder if the reason why they didn't want to commit to the mer people is because they think it would make it stupid. Okay, but it's a creature feature, like. Yeah, so you kind of have to. And you're showing the creature. It's going to be, there's going to be some level of stupid. Like. Yeah. It kind of comes with the territory. So if you're going to do it, then do it. Yeah. And they obviously had a good budget. Like, the creatures, when you did see them, they did look pretty decent. Yeah. The CG was pretty good. I mean, the, the facility effects are great. Oh, yeah. Just because we don't agree with the the way the creature looks doesn't mean they weren't really well done. Yeah. Yeah. It just means that we don't agree with the way they looked. <laughs> yeah. But um, is there anything else you want to say on realism before we wrapped up? No, nah, I think we've said it all at this point. It was It was a pretty realistic movie for the most part, apart from some of the creatures. Of yeah. course, we we ignored the fact that they exist. <laughs> As always. <laughs> yeah. And the... Like, overall, I think this movie is worth watching at least once. Because mm-hmm. it is... The acting is really what pulls the movie through. I'd say the whole situation with the creatures is definitely the weakest point of the mm-hmm. movie. But that's also what's helping drive the movie. So it, it's a huge weak point. But... I would be really curious what you guys thought of the movie and if you thought our idea of like the the anglerfish hybrid creatures, if that would be scarier to you. Uh, Maybe, oh, I would freaking love it if someone drew their version of what they thought the creature should (laughs) have looked like. Especially if you add the anglerfish. But yes, we would be so happy. We love fan art too, please. (laughs) Yes. And as always, if uh, you liked anything that we talked about uh, during today's episode, please like and share the video. Mm -hmm. Um, It it really means a lot. Yeah. (laughs) It means so much to us. And... um, it's like, I know it's something that we keep saying. It's things that YouTubers say all the time, but it truly means a lot. Like, we can't mm-hmm. express, like, the the joy and the excitement that it gives us. Every time. Yes. <laughs> so we really appreciate it. If you guys have any other movies that you want us to watch and review, of course, please let us know. Reach out to us in a comment, a direct message, whichever you prefer. We are on, like, every social media ever, so just pick your favorite and let us know which one you want us to watch next. We do have, um, for the next few videos, Asian Horror Month Yeah, coming the up. Asian Horror Month has started, guys! It will officially start on the next video, so be on the lookout for those. And, of course, we have our live streams on the first Saturday of the month at 7 p.m. on Twitch and on YouTube. So join us then if you want to see us freak out when playing these games. So we will be playing Phasmophobia next, and I hope the big, big update for the game has come out by then. I know, I'm so excited! I am so, so excited. We're going to have all the regrets playing it, (laughs) but it's going to be awesome. Yes. And we will be joining us on that one as well. So don't forget to join us then. And until next time, guys, stay safe and stay spoopy. Bye. Bye.